and welcome to the Beef Edge, the Chagas Beef Podcast, for all your latest news, information and advice for Irish beef farmers. I'm Catherine Egan and as part of Farm Safety Week, I'm joined by beef farmer Tommy Holmes from County Mayo to discuss his farm safety on his farm and his Chagas advisor Tom Kelly from Chagas Ballina. A large proportion of all fatal workplace accidents occur in agriculture each year. I first asked Tommy to tell me about his farming system. I'm farming down in the in the west of in the west of Ireland outside Bellingham County Mayo on 24 hectares of good grassland, and we're, uh, we have a system of store to, to beef cattle. We're killing them all under 30 months. Um, we um, were I am quality assured. I'm measuring grass on a weekly basis, what measuring to pasture base, and we have a paddock system. We change, the, we change the cattle once a day. We find it a great system for the quality of the grass and also for and a health and safety point, the cattle are quieter. And how has your ch- system changed over the past number of years, Tommy? Um, I had um, I was doing suckler cows and I was doing bull beef and I got out of bull beef and cows and got out of the bulls for a, from um, a health and safety in do it. They were too hard handled and too dangerous to go on with. And how do you find working with the bullocks at the moment? The bullocks are, uh, uh, you're on a different planet altogether and um, very quiet in the field. Like, you know, anyone anyone can win, like if Tinyu or Gospel could change change bullocks or he couldn't come with you to change uh, bulls. And what are your targets for the system you're running under 30 months? My target is uh, um, kill, uh, killing beef off grass and uh, killing 400 carcasses. That's been my target and ticking all the boxes on with the quality assurance. Great. And Tom, as an advisor, what are you seeing on the ground? Are you seeing farmers change the system that they're operating something similar to what Tommy has outlined? Well, Catherine, North Mayo has traditionally been a suckling stronghold with farmers selling good quality continental windings in the back end of the year. In the last few years, a few suckler farmers have moved over into dairying. Arivo, the local co-op, is looking for more milk. Suckler farmers are also moving into or expanding their sheep enterprises. Sheep are lighter on the land and the housing period is much shorter than with cattle. Now, Tommy has changed from suckling to cattle finishing. Good grassland management and high levels of animal performance are driving the change on his farm. His beef output per livestock unit and per hectare is over twice the national average. Tommy, you mentioned there that you're moving stock on a daily basis. Can you describe how you're managing cattle at grass? Um, we have a paddock, we have a paddock system there, Catherine. Um, all uh, fenced with high tinsel, uh, high tinsel steel wire le- worked off the mains and solar fencers like and electric gate handles. And <clears throat> just lift the electric gate handle, and they come from one paddock into another. On, a, on we have it set up. I was set up on a rotation basis. And when you're handling cattle, such as dosing, weighing, or loading livestock to go to the factory. How do you manage the stock? Well, when I'm dosing and, and, and vaccinating cattle, I do get uh, help from another man because uh, farming is a lonesome place. Like, and you know, anything can happen. You need a fellow with you, like, uh, in case anything has happened on the day of dosing cattle. And with regard to the handling facilities, how does that work? The handling facilities I have, I have, um, I have a head scoop and I have uh, the backing gate and a, a good crush, like, and all it's it was uh, got under the Thames grant the the, the head scoop and the, the backing gate. Tom, as an advisor, what would be the most common Thames grant farmers are applying for from a health and safety perspective? 
Uh, well, there has been a lot of interest in calving gates, particularly, again, as it's a suckling area. Farmers now realise the importance of safety, not only to themselves, but to others such as vets and AI technicians and indeed family members at calving time. Sculling gates and backing gates uh, for general purposes, uh, mobile cattle crushes and mobile pinning for out farms. Again, there's a lot of fragmentation in this area. Head scoops for big suckler cows for drenching, tagging and uh, bolusing. And again, the cattle weighing scales are very popular with the, the BPES scheme and the dairy weighing scheme. And dehorning crates, again, would be emphasizing maybe to get calves dehorned at a younger age. But in terms of the general uh, safety elements, we're talking about safety rails on silage walls, rewiring existing farm buildings, yard lights, and especially, I suppose, here in the Northwest, where a lot of farming is part-time and, and farmers are working in the evenings and uh, at night, and especially over the winter time when it's dark. Hydraulic motors to substitute PTO shafts, which are ideal for slurry tankers, and replacing worn cattle slats. So they're the main uh, features, I suppose, there that we'd be promoting. And how much of a town's grant is available for all the items that you've outlined? Well, for most farmers, you're talking about a 40% rate of grant, and for the young trained farmers, uh, a 60% grant. So certainly it's a big help there to, to upgrade maybe and make your farm a safer place. In the last 10 years, 43% of fatalities were due to tractors or farm vehicles. Tommy, how do you try to avoid accidents on your farm with regard to machinery? Well, I do service my tractor about twice a year, and the tractor I have, is, um, it has all the gears on it. Uh, it has all the buttons on the wings at the back for the lift and the PTOs for putting on and putting off. And all my machinery is... Um, the PTO shafts are all covered with, uh, with chains. I would stress out that big time to have the covers on all the shafts and plus the chains, because like, there's too many accidents with uh, PTO shafts. They're a very dangerous machine. I suppose at the moment, there's a lot of silage and hay being made. What is your advice for farmers from your experience working during the busy contracting season? Uh, my advice to farmers uh, this week is uh, I know, uh, to not to be in a rush. Uh, Take everything into consideration. Don't have children out in the field playing because there has been down to the years, there's been too many fatal accidents with children in fields. And take your time. The men that made time made plenty of time. And just don't take any chances with machinery. And Tom, from a safety point of view, what is the legislation that farmers need to be aware of, particularly with transporting livestock from out farms, as you mentioned, or to the mart or factory, as in Tommy's case? Yes, all trailers must meet with Irish road traffic regulations when in use in a public place. These regulations set out the law in relation to weights, lights, brakes, plating, side guards and security of loads. But as a general rule, a Category B licence does not allow you to tow a horse box or livestock trailer transporting animals. You need a Category BE licence. So you're legally responsible for having the correct licence and not exceeding the towing capacity of your vehicle. Persons handling cattle should be competent, fit and agile. High-vis jackets or vests are also essential if moving cattle on or across roads. Tommy, how do you manage the workload on your farm? Well, I bring in safety into a first Catherine and I take my time. I don't rush into jobs. I, you know, I, I'd always look, I wouldn't take the shortcut uh, in doing a thing if it took an extra while to do it, so be it as long as you be alive at the end of it. What are you most aware of on your farm when it comes to making your farm safer? 
Um, the most thing I'd be aware is be about uh, be loading and unloading cattle on the farm. I um, about three years ago I changed my cattle trailer for that reason. I had a, a Niagara Williams uh, trailer which I had behind the tractor, but I bought I changed it, uh, and I bought an eating foot Julie uh, trailer tractor trailer because uh, I found Diver Williams there'd be too many cattle in the trailer and they'd be jammed up against the gates and we'd open the gates to spring back and you could get badly hurt with another trailer. They're not as tight in the trailer and you're you're in a safer, you're safer when you're opening the gates at the back. They kind of come back on top of you. Most definitely, it's a large yeah, area to yeah. focus on on the farm, particularly loading livestock. Yeah, it is, yeah, it is, yeah, yeah, because when you're... Amount of cattle I'm putting through the system for the year. You're handling cattle, and you're putting a lot of cattle up and down on trailers. Like Chagas run a health and safety course. Tom, what does it entail, and why should farmers listening consider completing it? The Chagas health and safety courses uh, are three hours in duration, and uh, they're completed online at present due to the COVID-19 restrictions. Uh, we go through the legislation behind farm health and safety. We demonstrate best practice when it comes to machinery and livestock handling. There's a large focus uh, on the prevention of death, injury and ill health and on practical things that farmers can do to keep their farms safer. We aim to complete the risk assessment document on the day. It's a legal requirement on all farmers to have this available on their farms. And indeed, as part of the quality assurance uh, that's required now for the board via audits. The current version of the risk assessment document was launched in 2019. It's a green covered book and this should be updated regularly. The courses are an opportunity for farmers to share ideas and stories about farm accidents that they have experienced in their lifetimes. And Tommy, over your years farming, what advice would you have for farmers listening to be aware of or conscious of from your experience? Uh, the most thing would be to, you know, to have things in reasonably good shape on the farm and take no chances. Like, you know, don't take, don't take cattle, like, uh, don't, don't take any chances with cattle. Always make sure you know where they're going or where they are. Don't turn your back on them. And always make sure you have your mobile phone with you. You know, most 90% of farmers are working on their own. And if anything happens and they've got no mobile phone, they can't, um, they've got no way of contacting emergency services or a neighbor, Anton, to, to get them to a hospital or get them checked out that there's not a major done hurt with them. And Tom, finally, as an advisor with the farmers that you're working with, what would be your top tips to remain safe, particularly at this time? Um, always to be vigilant and be careful and be aware and, uh, you know, take plenty of rest and, uh, you know, always carry your mobile phone. Thanks, Tommy and Tom, for sharing your advice and experience as part of Farm Safety Week. Keep an eye on all Chaga's social media channels for further health and safety tips this week. The theme of farm safety today is farm safety may not cost the earth, but not doing it may cost your life. Thanks very much. Thanks, Richard. That's all for this week's episode. And my thanks to Tommy and Tom for joining me on the show. You can catch up on all other shows and interviews from the Beef Edge podcast on the Chagas website at chagas.ie. Or you can listen on Apple and Google podcasts as well as Spotify. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so you never miss a show. For all other updates from our beef programme, keep an eye on our Twitter and Facebook pages. Until next time, I'm Catherine Egan and thanks for listening.